was did a lot of training and was asked to represent Great Britain or United Kingdom military forces or British forces um, as um, as a toxophilite, as an archer. As an archer, yeah. And that's then, how we met, wasn't it? That's how we met, yeah. 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 And uh, you were very good. You were shooting from your wheelchair. Yeah, and, yeah. And... Uh, you 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 were all right, but I was I was I was I was fluky. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I I was it was a, it was a it was a fluke of skill. I wouldn't say it was fluke. I'd say you had skill. But every week we went for training uh, up at Stoke Mandeville, you were given something else to tweak, something else to change. You you would buy oh, this yeah. little extra thing. This, but it all added up. And you were training an awful lot, I believe. Is that right? I was, yeah. I actually did. I did a lot of training, not only at Stoke Vanderville, but I was training at two clubs here as well, um, and one in Harrogate and one just up the road. Um, so I was doing a lot of training, um, far four or five times a week, and then even training in my own time outside of club time. Um, but it was... It was uh, the great thing about the archery was it was something to put your mind to. Mm-hmm. It was calming. Yeah, it is calming. I still do archery, but not so often anymore. Yeah, it's it, it's it's calming. It's, it's you have to focus your mind. You know, people are probably saying, oh, yeah, archery. It, it does. It focuses. It in does the mind. focus your mind, and it's harder than it looks. Um, it's harder than darts. I'm putting that out there. So. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, mate, I had an incident in a, in the local rugby club in Ripon here. And so I'm in my chair because I'd had a bad week or a bad day or whatever. And there was a bunch of lads and they were playing darts. And they said, oh, let's all have a darts competition. I went, well, I don't think I'm going to be any good at this because um, uh, I've only done archery and darts is completely different, which is what you just said. Darts is different to, to archery. It is. But and I thought I was rubbish, and I won. I won. In fact, I ended up having to throw left-handed at one stage, and not because I was good. It's because I had I had no clue what they were doing, and I was just throwing the darts, and I coincidentally won, uh, which is strange because that's what happened in the Invictus Games. What? Hang what? on. What? What? Let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So you were selected with uh, another hundred and thirty odd of us to represent the UK. Uh, you chose archery. I chose archery. That's how we met. So, yeah, talk about your experience at the Invictus Games, the very first Invictus Games, and, yeah, let's talk about your results. Mate, I'll tell you this, because it's a story that a lot of people ask is how I did at the Invictus Games, and it's the same story, like I said. So the story goes is that there were 70-something archers, and they had knockout rounds, best 16, best 8, best 4, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I, I was lucky enough and good enough to fall into each category. So I was top 18, top 9, 8, whatever the numbers were. Um, and then I reached the final. Um, it was me and... What's his name? Gary. Gary. Yeah. Gary what? Gary Prout. Yes, just testing you. <laughs> <laughs> and and who else? Uh, no, there's only oh, us two in the final. Okay. It's a final. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So me and Gary Prout. Uh, so the, uh, as uh, this was the individual goal, the individual competition. So um, I won that. You know, seventy-two archers. I came out on top. But the thing is, I didn't feel like I'd won. And the problem there was, um, I'd felt like a winner already because I was selected for the team. And I, I honestly didn't think I was. I'd get selected for the team. And this is the story I tell. I don't feel like I was good enough to get selected for the team. But having been selected, I'd already won. Okay. So everything beyond that didn't really mean much to me. It was, a, you know, or to me, continuing from that point was um, stealing somebody else's place. And that's what it felt like to me. Really? Genuinely. But you were good. You I'm very good. That that may have been the case, but what I felt like every single time I progressed, I was knocking somebody else out who really wanted to win. Now I didn't need to win because you'd already because I had already won. So okay. it, I felt I, I felt a lot of paranoia all the way through that, you know. And when I won, um, I kind of in my head had a second thought: uh, cheer yourself and make yourself look as though you're happy. And I wasn't. You know, I'd won, but I wasn't overwhelmed. I was nothing. It was just a medal. And okay. and, and it wasn't even that, you know. I was quite unhappy about it. Um, was this tied into the depression that you went This was tied into of? the depression. Yeah. You know? And in hindsight, yes, I won. I did very well. You know, in hindsight, yes, I, I probably, possibly deserved it. But when I was there, it wasn't that feeling at all, you know. Um, but we did the team gold. Yeah, we then went on to the team, yeah. Me, yeah. you and Gary. Yeah. Um, and I think I was the worst archer in the team. I was actually the worst <laughs> archer on the team. Well... And you you two, you two supported me on that one. <laughs> I, you know, because you, had, you, you two were actually the best arch... In my opinion, you were the, the best two archers of the whole games. I was just lucky to win. Thank you for saying that, but but I think that you were, well, you and know, Gary were very. You, you know, <laughs> the, the bizarre thing is, and I I, I watched the video back uh, a year or so ago. They they had Gary's name on the winning score sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I won, but it said Gary Prout. Yeah. On winner Gary Prout. So I assume that they presumed <laughs> that he was going to win. So and I would have. I would have guaranteed that myself. Yeah, you know. I, I think. I, th I, yeah. I think realistically, we 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 did think Gary would would win because he is very good. He is very very good. Um, I think at that point he'd been shooting for thirteen years. Yeah, and like and that. we'd been but, shooting a year. Yeah, I, I'd been shooting a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was it. Was a great experience, though. I think. Um, I guess. I guess it came with the good training that we had. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And the, the good team around us, right? We all, we all picked each other up and stuff. It yeah, was, it absolutely. Was a good mix. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, was you ever nervous in the finals or anything? Because you walked away no. with two gold medals from the first Invictus. No, not no. at all. No, no. no the, the the thought of no, there was no nerves whatsoever. See, that's the difference. I'd already won. <laughs> You'd uh, already won. Yeah. I, I, you know, it was. It, it, the, the, did, did it did it mean something? To, yes, I guess it did mean something to me as a team player, etc., etc., etc. But I had no nerves because it, it was irrelevant whether I beat people or not. 
because I was happy. I would have been happy to have been the 76, 72nd archer in the competition. Yeah. I'd, I'd have happily come last and I would have been happy. See, that might have been the difference because um, I don't know if you remember this, but in one of the rounds in the final against uh, the Netherlands, um, I was nervous. And I think it was the third round. And as I pulled my bow up, my arrow came off. Do you remember that? My arrow came no, off. But go on. I, my arrow came off the rest as I'm pulling my bow up. And we'd already trained that if if something like that would were to happen, it's quicker and better for us to throw that on the ground. Ooh, I remember. You remember this. that now? And then it went back round to Gary, then to you. That's and then right. it came back round to me. And because I'd run out of time very closely, I think I only shot a six or something for that arrow. But still, those six points gave us the two points for that round. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how nervous I was at a certain point, which was the middle of, of, of our games. Um, so maybe not being nervous gave you the edge. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. That's, that's possibly. Difference I'm, just, I'm just looking at my cat jumping around the kitchen. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that could be what the difference is, you know. Maybe that's what. Uh, yes, kept you calm. I, I would imagine so. That was probably probably it. But you remember that now? Do you remember me? I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Clumsy, clumsy old gal. <laughs> I, I think that's what we called you. <laughs> you just told me that I was the best. So. <laughs> What's uh, second best, baby? Um, um, but yes, archery. So, um, and then we went on to the Warrior Games. I don't think we were there as a team. No, what what was that? What was that the following year or something? That was twenty fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what, you were selected for Warrior Games. Warrior Games in Washington, um, specifically. What's in Washington? We was at the the home of the Royal Marines and the FBI. Oh, okay. Quantico. Yeah, Quantico, Virginia, that's where it was. Okay. Um, what did you do there? Um, again, archery. Yeah. Archery there. Um, we did individual and team again. And um, we made a, a, as a, did I come, did I get a medal for the team? Yeah, I got a medal for the team. I don't think, oh, I came fourth. I came fourth in the individuals. Okay. Oh, and I cried. Yeah. Because so that was meaning something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that meant something because I, I I'd let the team down, and I got really upset that I'd let the team down. Uh, you know, I was overwhelmed, um, and the team came together and and got all mushy and stuff, and you know, um, but supported me. And then we we went on and we came second, I think, in the. Might have been first. I think it was second in the team round. The team round. Even though we made a complete hash of it. Yeah. And we made an absolute hash of it. With the, 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 they, they were working on a bleep system rather than a whistle system and their, their timing was all out. No, they would work on a whistle system rather than a bleep system and their timing was all out and it was an absolute... It wasn't very well organised, let's say. Um, but we did come second as a t as a UK team, nice. which was really good. Yeah, nice medal there. <laughs> yeah, another medal there. Yeah. Did so. you do any other sports, or was it you just did? No, archery? I did. I did just. Yep, just archery. Just that archery, one. Yeah. yeah, just archery again. Yeah, yeah. Really enjoyed that. Wasn't as good as the Invictus Games, 
But yeah, did the Warwick Games. But uh, but a good experience. Good experience, yeah. yeah. It was nice to meet uh um again after Afghanistan and Iraq. It was nice to meet um American Marines and soldiers and airmen and that again, which was really good. Yeah. It's quality meeting other nations' forces. Really is, especially the veterans. You know, interesting to listen to their stories about what they're up to, what they've been doing, and you know that sort of thing. Exactly as you're doing now, actually. Mm. Um, and from there, I went on to do some scuba diving. Oh, you did? Did some scuba diving? Nice. Okay, let's With, talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So I've done my uh, open water, advanced open water, nitrox, uh, wreck diving. Uh, and deep courses. Um, and I've done all those with a charity. Can I mention a charity? Yes, you can. Depth Therapy. Okay. Play on words, Depth Therapy, one word, depththerapy.co.uk. And their charity, um, supported by um, other charities, um, is to bring soldiers together um, and give them the opportunity to uh, work on their injuries and their mentality um, whilst being underwater. I mean, for me, for example, um, when I scuba dive, it, you, you're not weightless, but, you know, because there's always a tank on your back, but you're almost weightless, um, uh, which allows me to not think about pain because I think about pain nearly all of the time, you know, make sure that I don't do things that will cause me pain. But when I'm scuba diving, it's totally different because the pain is almost gone, which then frees the mind. Now, I know this is a cliche because I keep on seeing it in magazines about disabled divers. They all say the same thing. And it's true. Absolutely true. Uh, your, your, your injuries are relaxed in, in the water, which allows your mind to, to drift to places that it hasn't been for some time if you suffer with uh, pain, uh, specifically chronic pain for me. Um, and it just, I love it. It allows me to free my mind. That's cool. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to getting back to diving. I've not done it since my injuries. So it'd be good to kind of do that and see if that cliche is is true for me as well, which I'm sure it would be. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, being weightless and uh, having that control over your buoyancy, things like that, um, no doubt is just as therapeutic and enjoyable as being fully able-bodied. Um, so, yeah. Well, you're an instructor, I believe, and I'm just a diver. So <laughs> there's plenty of... Sp we should get together. We'll, get together we'll, and we'll do some diving. And, yeah, we'll try and sort something. Definitely. Uh, I need to practice again, but... Even if it means <laughs> we go out to somewhere hot. Well, maybe we do that, yeah? Yeah. Somewhere with a bit Malta of Malta or Egypt or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. The charity took me to Egypt three times. Oh, yeah, okay. And also a place called Micronesia um, in the Pacific, um, somewhere near Papua New Guinea. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, a little little place called Micronesia. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, that uh, sounds good. Absolutely amazing. Weather was wet. <laughs> it was rainy, but it was hot. Um, but the diving there was amazing. It was uh, in the place where 
the Japanese sunk all their warships so that nobody else would get them. Or I, I don't recall the whole story, but it was it was a warship graveyard basically. Okay. So lots of a uh, few planes and lots of warships to dive mm. there. Amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, and I've been lucky enough to be asked to dive with them next year as well Ooh. on a conservation dive. Nice, okay. Conservation, conservation training, and then a conservation dive, which we'll be doing in conjunction with other conservation charities. Which is uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. Love, I love the wild wildlife. I love life. Uh, even more so now. Whoop, whoop. Nice. No, new frame of mind. Yeah. Get it? You get it? Get it? Get it? Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, love life. So, yeah, I love life. It's uh, uh, especially, uh, obviously, wildlife. And um, big fan of conservation. Big fan. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that, that would be great to see uh, what footage you can share when you go and do it. That, that would be mm, good. Yeah, should do that, yeah. Um, but, yeah, exciting. So, so that does that pretty much bring us up to date um that, that sounds yeah, like it does. That pretty much wraps it up yeah, yeah. so i say at this point in, in the podcast um obviously you've joined the military you've done your time and you've come out so would you have any words for somebody maybe thinking about joining the military any advice for them for people joining the military do it yes absolutely you know uh it's a fantastic career. The people, the family, your family of uh, peers, uh, subordinates and ranking officers, they're 99.9% of the time, they're all very good, you know. They're, there's black sheep that ruin things. But um, the military is, to me, for youngsters, is the way ahead. If, if there was conscripting, I'd say bring it back. Because it, it's life-changing, you know. Uh, it turned me from uh, a person that didn't really want much, know much, need much, or have much into, uh, well, I was an excellent soldier. Um, that's why I didn't get promoted. That, I, that's what it is. It's because I was so good, they <laughs> didn't want to promote me. Oh, I got you. That got was you. what it was. <laughs> Fantastic. Um but on leaving the military, I would suggest that um, make sure you get your training in um, to uh, um, get into your new role, you know. But that being said, the role that you train for when you leave, before you leave the military is not necessarily the role that you're going to do when you get out. Mm. I was unfortunate I didn't get to do th that training because I was, too, I was too ill to do it yeah. at the time. So your transition... Back to civilian life. There was, was, was there wasn't really a transition. Yeah. It was I was in and then I wasn't. It was just that simple. It was literally I was because I was at home at the time, um, being being injured. Um, I was in one day and the next day I wasn't in. Mm. That was it. You know, it was there was no farewell goodbye or anything like that. It was just in out. Simple as that. Yeah. I think that's what happens with most people that are. That, that are medically discharged, you know. Um, but for those that stay in, it's always a party. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's That's great. Cool. Yeah, the military is fantastic. I don't know the ins and outs of the RAF or, or the Navy, obviously, but the British Army is awesome. Cool. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think I think any military around the world is, is good for, 
for that nation. Um, yeah, definitely do it. Yeah, yeah. So is there anything else uh, you want to share at this point um, that we haven't touched on or that have come to mind? No, not really. No, I think we covered it as a... Um, I mean, it's a weird thing, isn't it? Because it's called a veterans... Your station is about veterans and we covered the veteranship in under two minutes. Well, we're talking about your time. <laughs> yeah, the, I know. That yeah, made yeah. you a veteran. Yeah, so veteran... <laughs> Um, as a veteran, though, um, I found it hard not being in the uh, military system. You know, it's you do lose friends, you lose contact, and then you're drawn down to just a few friends, which are always good friends, obviously. But it's it's hard not being in the military. You know, it's hard not moving around constantly. It's hard um, not having that support system behind you should you need it. <clears throat> you know, um, but life goes on. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, maybe this podcast is a way for people to reconnect, you know. If they, if we see names of other people that we used to serve with or something, maybe that's a good way of reconnecting uh, people. Um, and, you know, if, if anybody listening to this is a veteran and a military veteran and has been out for a while, you can get in contact with us through through the website um, or get in touch with, with H Straight from social media you know we'll have those links um after the show but yeah, uh, but yeah we hopefully this will rekindle that fire for, for for some people who knows it's it's still new uh it's still growing it's awesome man um, thank you thank you <laughs> um so i just want to say th- thanks for sharing um all of your memories and and experiences that's been really cool to to listen my pleasure man and uh yeah i also just want to say thanks for your time because that's also um a, a key a key part to our life and so thanks for sharing your time mate you're actually very lucky am i no, a joke <laughs> it's it's great that you that you've done this because i was asked previously to do a podcast with a with another similar th- it wasn't a veterans thing it's just a military podcast thing okay and i wasn't in the right frame of mind to do it i was uh, this was before the tablets and i you know and but when you asked i was actually my initial thought was oh no Okay. Um, but that was then I thought that was, that was the panic from before. Um, but when I realized that when I thought about it again quickly, I thought I would love to do that. That's cool. Yeah. No. Honestly, mate, I, I should be thanking you because <laughs> honestly, this is this is it, it's made me feel a lot better about myself as That's well, good. which is really good. And I suppose and I got to meet you again. You did. You did. Yeah. But I suppose it also showcases how far you've come. Um, to where we are now, 2020, right? So Yeah, mate, yeah, 2020. 2021, what's happening in 2021? Bit of scuba diving. Yeah. Um, might see if there's any more sporting events. See, get get some more archery dunks. I gave up archery over the since since 2014. I'd really done next to no archery, but still did some archery, mm. you know. Maybe that'll um, be rekindled, right? Yeah, get back into that. <laughs> um, how do you fancy doing some later or t- tomorrow? Well, if the weather uh, cheers up a bit, we might get some in. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and most importantly, H, thank you for your service. That's not, no, that's an American thing. I know, but I just think it's so important and it should be used everywhere. So I'm bringing it to this podcast and the Brits that I say it to either go, uh, all right, or they find it as, I don't know, they, they don't like it. But it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird, but... 
when you listen to all these podcasts, they'll all be ending in the same way. Oh, will they? <laughs> well, okay. In that case, thank you for your service. Oh, no worries, mate. No worries. <laughs> this has been Military Veterans Podcast. Out. Out.